actually I found what you shared already in other podcasts about uh, your experiences, but I am curious really about when you try to climbing the uh, Kilimanjaro mountain in the top, and, and you say that representing what you had this time. And I'm curious because I think that's that leads us to what you're doing now. But I'm curious what kind of this moment you realize that that what would miss missing for you the way of thinking or being conscious about the experiences or the mistakes or the right decision as the human should do. I'm curious about the state, what happened in that case, what kind of maybe was missing for you and you realize it. And that was a representation for you, for, for what you have, what you had uh, as a problems for depression and et cetera. Yeah. Yep. The thing that excites me most about kernel as it relates to what we're discussing is that if you th think about society on a day-to-day -day basis, the single largest raw input is our cognitive processes, our thoughts mm. and emotions within ourselves and between each other. Yet our thoughts and emotions, conscious and subconscious, are one of the only things in the known universe that we cannot measure. And if you think about it, like we, we measure how fast we're moving in vehicles, our temperature, we look at thermometers uh, to, to assess, you know, all these different instruments in our world to assess uh, the state of affairs around us. And we have some introspective capacity with our own minds, but we capture probably a very small amount of what is really going on. And to me, that is probably the next false reality that I'll probably be looking into more deeply which is I have this conscious experience of what I think is going on, but there's so much more happening that I'm aware of. And if we can actually measure the mind, we may develop a different picture of reality. And if we can represent that measurement in terms of numbers, then our cognition, conscious and unconscious, becomes a formal engineering discipline. And it, that's important because if you look at the progress we've made in society over the past, let's call it a few thousand years, it's been built upon engineered progress where one advancement builds upon another advancement. And so if you contrast how we dealt with the, with the bubonic plague in the 14th century versus how we dealt with uh, COVID in terms of sequencing the genome and creating an mRNA vaccine, et cetera, in the timeframes we did, that's, representat that's representative of, of compounded progress. If you look at humans, uh, mm. humans by themselves, not humans coupled with technology, but humans by themselves as a system of intelligence, we're not too different from how humans were, a, let's call it a thousand or 2000 or 3000 years ago. Mm. We have the, base, the same basic properties of our intelligent system, just better technology. And so humans are one of the only things, one of the only systems of intelligence outside of technology, science, and institutions that has not been able to scaffold in a systematic way. And that's the promise I think that Colonel poses is that humans could, uh, we can imagine ourselves in a future where we could be much more likely to achieve our, our personal and collective goals because we can engineer our way to those objectives uh, mm -hmm. versus right now, my experience is like, you know, kind of flying by the seat of my pants every day, 
doing my best with what I have. Yeah. That's very interesting. Maybe I first ask you, what's actually the reality? You, you mentioned that you have discussed conscious experiences, so to realize something you weren't aware of. But when it comes to reality for a human, what could be the reality? Is it something you can't describe what is actual reality and why maybe believe it's human not designed, human brain not designed a way to recognize reality? Is it intentional in evolution or why do you think we don't have this kind of conscious uh, mind all the time to recognize the reality? One of the, more, the things I'm most excited about at Kernel is that we could, via measuring the brain, start representing a person's experience of reality as, as represented by their neural activity. So we be, could begin working with something that is measurable, repeatable in a longitudinal fashion and compare it one to another. And of course, right now, any other answer I would offer to you would just be word salad. It would be words cobbled together, floating through certain philosophies, and I would probably be talking gibberish. But really, I think it's about measurement. And if we can have a, a sturdy foundation of measurement, then I think we can commence on the scientific exploration of what is what how does a person experience their perceived reality and how do they how does that change over time and in different contexts and how does that differ from person to person those are the kinds of questions that we'll be we'll begin to ask once we have systematic measurement of the mind 